Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, what is the movie that people would be surprised that you've never seen? 651-641-1071. I know we've had this conversation before, but it happened again at my house over the weekend. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. Nope. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. Okay, so this is what happened this weekend. I'm sitting on the couch, uh, flipping through the channels. I think I was waiting for my husband to join me so we could watch one of the many things that were streaming at this point. And I was flipping through channels, and one of my favorite movies of all time was on. It's called Sister Act. Oh. And it was the um, very end. I don't know spoilers here, but when the choir sings um, a beautiful song together. And I was like, oh, I just love this scene. And I'm singing along. And my kids are like, what movie is this? And, I love it. Yes. I love it. And, where and we my don't kids are like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's the best movie ever. It's called Sister Act. It stars Whoopi Goldberg and my husband, who I have been in a relationship with for 20 years, walks into the room and says, oh, is this Sister Act? I've never seen this movie. What? what? You what? live what? with what? a stranger, Colleen. That's what I felt like, you guys. <laughs> Honest to God, I was like, do I even know you? Are you living in a Lifetime original Will movie, Colleen? you be murdering me tonight? Yeah. I was so, like, I was like, geez, you think you know a person. And then Mm-mm. they tell you, I've never seen Sister Act? What? Mm-mm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, well, what are we going to do about this situation? We need to, like, obviously remedy this right now. And he goes, yeah, I don't know. He's like, I don't really know if I need to see it. And I was like, what? No. What? Matt. Matt. Because I know you're listening. He might be. You never know. Great. He sneaks in every twice in a while. Perfect. Matt, you need to watch Sister Act. It's a lovely movie. It's a touchstone of 90s cinema. Uh And then you can be a part of the pop culture conversation in a way that only having watched Sister Act will allow you to be. You guys, this we're not is even the... asking you to watch the sequel. That's no. fine. Don't watch it. No, you don't have to watch the Lauren Hill sequel. You don't have to. Absolutely not. You don't, don't have to worry be about back that. in the habit. No, deal. be here now. Yeah, be here in the here and now. Uh huh. In the nineties. Yeah. The <laughs> thing that was that like what really like knocked me over was what you guys need to understand is that my entire relationship is built on the foundation that pop culture built. I mean, truly, truly the thing that like the reason my husband and I ever had a conversation was because he could keep up with me on pop culture. And I was like, well, (laughs) obviously we're going to get married and have many children. Yeah. He doesn't Um, know it, but but that's fine. Whatever. Um, 
I literally was like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? And so then, and so then, and so then, imagine my disappointment when the person who, I, it's literally, like, do I even know him? You're living with he a stranger. I am. Okay, so obviously that was a big moment for me at my house. Um, 651-641-1071. What's the movie that people would be surprised that you've never seen? Grant, let us know if we have any phone calls. We do. We've got three, actually. Oh, perfect. Who do we have first? Let's start with Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Ruby, what is the movie that people would be surprised to know that you've never seen? I've never seen The Sound of Music, and I have no interest in seeing it. What? Ruby, girl, that that is okay. feels the same way you feel about Sister Act. I am like okay. Thank you, Ruby. I'm not even going to say an unkind word about you because that I there I have pop culture blind spots as well. Um, and Holly, you just said it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, Ruby. It's okay. It is a long. It's a long movie. It, the, it takes some journeys. The movie is long on the tooth, and I feel like the people who love Sound of Music love it for nostalgic and sentimental reasons, and uh, and because we want to hear Julie Andrews sing again. Yeah, but you can. See her. Go watch Victor Victoria if you want Julie Andrews. It's great. <laughs> to the town where Sound of Music was filmed, Salzburg, Austria, and didn't even take the Sound of Music tour because I, again, no interest. Oh my, I my heart hurts right now. But Ruby, <laughs> I want you to be comfortable with it, and it sounds like you are. Thank you for your call, Ruby. Have a great day. Who do we have next, <laughs> Grant? I have to breathe through that one. I'm, a, I'm a giving, breath. I'm giving oh. Ruby the permission slip on the sound of I music. I mean, she totally like by all means. I just like it's shocking to me, like especially because she's actually been there. <laughs> Whatever. <Yeah. laughs> okay, it's a journey, right? It to go to not to not yeah, do the to tour not, to not you know turn around like spin in the hills with your guitar like i don't know but she doesn't don't even know what that is she doesn't even know what that means so there you she go doesn't know what she's missing well, okay who we've else got do we have? kelly hello kelly hello, kelly what is the hello, movie that- Ooh, we're gonna have her turn her radio yeah. maybe we'll go to the next caller Let's quick. Do yeah that. who do we have next all right we have annette on the line hello how you doing, annette? hi annette hi how are you good so what is the movie that people would be surprised that you have never seen Back to the Future. <gasps> oh, girl, you got to change that right now. Oh, see, Holly doesn't have a free pass on this one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, do you? Okay, this is what I have to understand. Then, is do you like understand the references, like the pop culture references about uh, Back to the Future? No, not at all. No. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm sad. Have you ever? Do you want to see it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, okay. I've oh. just never seen it. Okay, good. I would just. How about this? Will it help if I give you the assignment to watch it uh, over the next week? Okay. Okay, do that, and then send me an email. Report back. I I want you to have this experience. I think you'll enjoy it. Yes. yes. You don't have to go all three. Don't do that. Don't. Mm. You don't need to do that right right now. Okay. No, you do need to do it. I yes. mean, come on. Like what? Okay. You're I a human being. But thank you for your call, Annette. Yeah, and Annette, it, it looks like Back to the Future is streaming on Netflix. Oh, good. So if you have Netflix, it's easy to access. It is. We we went. We did like a we did a, a triple uh, feature at the Lindstrom House and watched all three oh, at yeah. the same time. I oh. mean, you just like cruise right on. That's through. like a public service for it your was. children. Yeah. They love that Back was, to the Future. That was a regular every weekend. Hey, Dad, what do we every? I mean, that was the movie I threw. I mean, I wore out the tape, the oh, VCR of really? oh, Back to the Future one, two, and three, and it's got the western in it. So my dad likes three because oh, it's see? got the western aspect. I like two because it's futuristic, and Mom liked the classic one. So we all love. Okay, it. by the way, really. <laughs> quick just for funsies want to remind you that the futuristic one number two is now in the past true
And that happened about what? Uh, just this last, wasn't it? Like five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's troubling. It's a troubling situation that we don't need to talk about anymore. And we're because nowhere it makes me near, feel very old. Yeah, we're nowhere near flying cars. Don't we do have, even get me started on the flying cars. Hoverboard. I'm still angry about this. I'm mad about a hoverboard. We've got Kelly, though, who's got something for us. Awesome. Hi, Kelly. Kelly, what is the movie that people would be surprised that you have never seen? Uh, this is going to be very disappointing to some of you. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> And maybe I should in. change my name. <laughs> um, I have never seen any of the Star Wars, Star Trek, or Harry Potter. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Can we? That's just... a big mountain to climb. So let's start at the bottom. Yeah, let's start at the bottom. <laughs> I, I do want to say this. I've only seen one Harry Potter. And I've only read one Harry Potter book, so that's okay. We're, I'm with you. Yeah, Ke- so Kelly, that's, that's you're in right. a safe place. You're in, a, yep, a safe place. Um, Star Trek. I feel like I've only seen one movie. I don't, and I'm good. Like I don't need any more. Kelly, but watch Star the- Wars. What is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> Just kidding, Kelly. I'm kidding. You're lovely. Star Wars, Kelly. Watch the one with the whales. It's charming. No Star Trek. Star Trek. Thank yes. you. Star Wars. There are no whales in Star Wars. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Give yourself a treat and watch. See, the problem is... is uh, Oh, it's a mess. It's It's a mess mess now. It's a mess. And you're going to have to do some homework. And admittedly, if you watch the first Star Wars movie, which is episode four, don't get confused. It's a little long in the tooth. It is. It's a little long in the tooth. Kelly, you might just want to have to stay the way you are and never... Yeah, I feel like it's just... Sucking my brain out of me. I'd rather organize somebody's closet or, you know, I don't know. It just sounds painful. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Thank you for your just call, to, Kelly. Just right out. Yes, yeah, sucking, yep. it, sucking it right out of your brain. Thank you for the for clarification, guys. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. here for I you. Mm-hmm. Jumped for a second there, and I'm like, nope, we're good. Nope, we're good. <laughs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, okay, this, I don't even know what to do with this entire conversation. Um, because when I tease this, you're going to go, what? And so am I, everybody. Connie Chung is dropping all kinds of gossip. And Holly has all the receipts. It's So stay tuned for Connie Chung's gossip session, (laughs) which you didn't think you were going to hear today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I just kind of want to relax and listen to this music. I just took two deep breaths, you guys. No joke. Feels good, right? Oh. Yeah, man. Everybody breathe. Remember to breathe. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And again, you didn't wake up this morning and think to yourself, I wonder if Connie Chung is going to gossip at all today. Um, but it's a shame you didn't ask yourself that question because the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Connie Chung has some gossip and she is dropping it. Oh. Connie Chung, wife of Maury Povich, is finally, finally bringing us the real Maury Povich Mopo style gossip. But she's not even talking about Maury Povich. No, but she, it's like she's a guest on the show. Yeah, it's great. She's sitting there. We have manila envelopes yes. on all sorts of people, and they reveal that people in network news are jerks. Yay! I love this. This is so great. Okay, bring us the hot gossip from <laughs> Connie Chung Holly. Hot gossip. So this came, so it's slowly leaking out. So 
last week, Connie Chung sat down for an interview with Los Angeles Magazine. And in this interview, she is dishing the dirt on all of her former network news colleagues. People that we know and we love and who are part of the broadcast journalist institution of faces that we recall in our minds. So... I'm just going to start, and I'm just going to let some of this gossip unfold to you. So sit back, relax, breathe in through your nose, out through your nose, belly rise, belly fall, while Connie Chung tells you about her former co-anchor on the CBS Evening News. gossip yoga with Holly. (laughs) Dan Rather. She'd rather not talk about it? Well, she's talking about Dan Rather, but she'd rather not be sitting next to him because he's going to stab you in the back. Ooh. She said this of working with Dan Rather on the CBS Evening News, Mm. like it was a scene out of the movie Psycho. (gasps) She said of Dan Rather. (laughs) Okay, she's not mincing words. No, no, no. I love this. I'm here for this. Here's what Connie Chung said about working with Dan Rather, co-anchoring the CBS Evening News. Dan Rather, outwardly, very Texas gentlemanly. But she said, if I turned my back, I felt like I might be in the scene of Psycho in the shower. Meaning... Yeah, he will stab you right between the shoulder blades. Yes. But wait, there's more. Sit back and enjoy this gossip about Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer at ABC News. So I thought we were just going to be like all the male co-anchors were terrible. Oh, no, the ladies were nasty, too. Oh, But see, that's the thing, Colleen. You made the same assumption that Connie Chung did back in the day. She was like, oh, they're like me. We will be a team. Thank you. This is what Connie Chung said. When I went to ABC News, I joined with both Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer there. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. It'll be three women who get along. Instead, Connie Chung says she found a scene not unlike what Tanya Harding did to Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, my gosh. She's not even. She's like for real. Why? Okay. So this is. the Okay. So here's my hot take on this. Like. Um, news is a male dominated field. And I said is because it still is. I mean, there are areas of the media that are still very male dominated. Mm -hmm. Uh, And at that time, which was what, the 80s? The 90s. 90s, 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 yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. like late 80s, early 90s. 2000s. Early 2000s. um, You know, women still had to fight really hard to have their place and have their voices heard in a news. entity like that and what i think it sometimes does that does to a person is make them competitive with everybody yeah because you have to be so shrewd to get your voice heard to cut through some of the blatant sexism in certain arenas like that that you don't even know how to identify who the enemy is anymore Right. You're totally right, Colleen, because Connie Chung goes on to say, when I got to ABC, both Diane and Barbara were in the same sort of arena of trying to get these big interviews. Mm. So when I tried to go after them, I was told I could not, that Barbara and Diane were the only ones who could... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Compete for the interview, and I had to stand down. And I said, Really? Because Connie Chung apparently upset the ABC Apple cart by landing an interview in 2001 with Representative Gary Condon about Mm. the disappearance of intern Chandra Levy. Mm -hmm. That was a huge story in 2001. Connie Chung got the interview. Barbara and Diane were super mad about it. Oh my gosh, this is fascinating. And also, not completely out of. the realm of possibility because we've heard specifically I'm thinking about um, Barbara Walters, like rumors about how she is on the set with other women. Yeah. People think that she's warm and fuzzy because she created the view, but that is not what um, many people will say about her. (laughs) Well, you're right, Colleen. And I don't have it in front of my face, but I feel like there have been former co-hosts of the view who have come out, honestly about their experiences with Barbara Walters. Debbie Mountainopolis is one yes. of them. She was she did not mince words. One of the original co-hosts of The mm-hmm. View way back in the day when it first premiered. I can't I don't want to name anyone specifically without having it in front of me. Mm-hmm. But they always kind of they say something their true authentic feelings about working with Barbara Walters and then they kind of eventually backtrack, mm-hmm. which is interesting because that shows that perhaps Barbara Walters people are like, hey, hey. But I would argue that, well, Barbara Walters, she's like not working anymore. And, no. and her influence is not in the realm of journalism anymore. Right. In so much as like, hey, if you got an honest story about, about Barbara Walters, we would love to hear I'm it. All Please. We're all here. And yeah. Connie Chung is dishing the dirt and we salute you I for it. I love this. I want more where that came from. Oh, well, she was talking about Bryant Gumbel, David Letterman, all sorts Ooh. of people. Hugh Grant. Continue to be. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. We're going to tell you all about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Stay tuned. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and eating cookies from Cookie Patty. Thank you, Cookie Patty. We my got do- your cookies, girl. They're delicious. They are. <laughs> MyTalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Holly Roberts. Bradley Trainer's on vacation. He'll be back later. Don't worry about it. We'll be around. It's going to be strange. Just go with it. But right now, we got to talk about some crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Oh, those crazy stupid idiots. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there isn't one looking back at you. And oftentimes we find them in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Where are we going first? Singapore. Oh. Oh. Wow. Like super international. Super international. I did not see that coming. Um, there is a, a youth that did something dumb in Singapore. <laughs> this sounds like the title of a fiction book. 
And they a need youth to, that did something dumb in Singapore. Yeah, and they need to get called out for it. Okay. Uh, police are investigating this, by the way. Uh, this happened on Thursday, December 17th, at the Singapore Zoo, where a youth decided to jump into the white rhinoceros enclosure at the Singapore Zoo. O-M-G. To that, do... is, that is somebody with an undeveloped uh, prefrontal cortex. Yes. That is someone who also wanted to do something fun for TikTok. Mm-hmm. Hi. This is the problem. Uh, videos began circulating showing a man doing a backflip inside nope. the enclosure with the white rhinos nope. before leaping over the barricade and back onto the footpath. No. There are four rhinos in the enclosure when this person what did an that. Idiot. Now, the original video was uploaded onto their TikTok account. Mm-mm. This person has 33,000 followers. But it has been taken down, and there was a police report filed on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the police, uh, the Wildlife Reserve Singapore, that must be the name of the zoo, uh, condemned the actions on their Instagram story, calling it a reckless and mindless act, which is socially irresponsible, extremely dangerous, and simply disrespectful to the wildlife Agreed. and animals. See, that's the thing, guys. Like... Let's be respectful of the rhinoceri. You don't want a rhinoceros coming into your house and doing a backflip. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Thank so don't you. do that in their house. I'll pass. Yeah. Thank you. Also, you'll probably get a horn in a place where you don't want a horn. Mm-hmm. And even or if maybe you, do, you do, even if you do want a horn in that place, it's probably not going to be <laughs> it's comfortable. It's not going to be a tender horn. No. No. <laughs> no. Nope. So oh, that's gosh. being investigated. Just be nice to the animals and yeah, don't man. be stupid for TikTok. Yeah. Just tell that to your children. Exactly. And to yourself. TikTok yeah. is ruining people. Well, you know what? Here, this is how you know we're old, you guys. Hey. Because before it was TikTok, it was other things that uh, yeah. was ruining. You know what I mean? It was like this is YouTube, and then it was like Instagram, and then Snapchat. And now it's Vine. TikTok. Vine. And it started with yeah. you know the movie Jackass. I, yes. I call I call uh, uh, TikTok Jackass on demand. It is what fully I call is. it. I would fully like, is. Yeah. I would like to add that all of those platforms are still doing uh, irreparable harm to society, but that's for another podcast. Oh, don't even get us started. <laughs> so we won't. <laughs> all right. For our next story, we're going to California. This is just kind of like there's a dumb, there's an idiot in the story, and then there's like kind of a beautiful silver lining oh, to this great. story. Okay. Nice. Cops in California pulled a guy over on Friday. Um, he happened to be a Little Caesars pizza delivery driver. Wait, Little Caesars delivers? Oh my gosh. Apparently in this area of California, Bar- they do. Bury the lead. No, you cannot get a pizza pizza delivered here, I don't think. Mm-mm. You got to go to the counter and get it hot and fresh. Any whoosie whatsie. Oh boy, I'm trying to remember the last time I had a Little Caesars. Probably mm. for a cheat day Friday. Oh my gosh. Years ago? Yes. Oh man. I Okay. It's been a minute. Anyway. <laughs> So this Little Caesars driver is driving his pizza to the location where he needs to deliver it, and he uh, has some sort of traffic violation. And so, wee-oo, 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 they pull him over, and the cop runs his name and finds that the guy has an outstanding warrant. Okay, so first of all, shame on, I don't know, Little Caesars, I guess, for not running this guy's license, but also then shame on this guy for thinking he could be a pizza delivery person and have a warrant out. Come on. 
Anyway, the cops were like, okay, dude, sorry, you're, we're, we got to take you. And so they arrested him. But the problem, there was still a pizza that was out for delivery. And so what did the cops do? No. <laughs> one of them took the driver to jail and the other one delivered the pizza. Aww. Isn't that a sweet little story? That is sweet. Somebody got their little Caesars. Isn't that great? I mean, can you imagine the story that goes along with that? Like, you're at home and you're like, the little Caesars should be here any minute. And then a cop rolls up with it. You're like, Part what? Right. Can you imagine if it was some, you know, millennials having some fun doing right. something they shouldn't be doing? And they're like, oh, my God, why are the cops here? Well, exactly. that's what I was going to say. I'm like, well, I suppose it would depend on the person who was receiving the pizza, whether or not that was a delightful surprise or right. a terrifying. Right. And that's, what, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the story I want. OK, so the story that is told is this nice person gets their pizza and that's the end of the story. Good night, and we all have a good feeling. The story I really want that the that the Seth Rogen movie will be based on is when the <laughs> cop shows up with the pizza. It's a bunch of kids, you know, up to no good, making trouble in the neighborhood, and they, you know, something happens. They, I haven't quite flushed it all the way out. I will let Seth Rogen figure it out. Great. But right. that's the story I wanted to hear, was like the cop shows up by happenstance with the pizza, and then we've got another criminal activity on our hands. That's what I wanted to hear. Well, you know, we can't all get what we want, it's but true. sometimes we get what we need. It's true. It's what imagination's for, right? It's yeah. so true. There you go. It's so true. All right, Holly, you got another one? Uh, we're going to New York's LaGuardia Airport. Ooh, LaGuardia. Mm, that mm-hmm. wonderful, beautiful LaGuardia I Airport. I prefer LaGuardia, though. You Over JFK? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because it's closer to the city? Yeah, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cab ride's a little cheaper. uh, We're going on a Delta flight. Oh, fun. I hear they're very safe these days. Yes, that was departing from New York's LaGuardia Airport on its way to Atlanta. When something happened as the plane was taxiing... (gasps) Oh, I heard the story this morning! Yeah, onto a runway. Oh, I'm really mad about the story. Go on. (laughs) So... The, pl- the plane was taxiing from the gate to the runway. As a plane does, that's how they take off. It's true. But it's what happened in between the gate and the runway that I'm calling these people crazy, stupid idiots. So there were two passengers on this plane. And these two passengers had a dog with them, mm-hmm. a service dog. Mm-hmm. It's just been ruled that the only service animal that you can have on a plane now is a dog. So they have a dog. Apparently, these people with the dog on the flight kept on jumping around seats because there's spacing on Delta flight. So there's empty seats and some people aren't flying right now. The man and the woman who were jumping seats with their service dog, they never settled in. The flight was leaving out of the runway. And we know when the plane is moving, you must remain seated with your seatbelt securely fastened Mm -hmm. and your tray table in an upright position. And locked. And locked. (laughs) Upright and locked position. So the plane's moving. The guy stands up, ignoring the flight attendant's order to sit. The guy said that he had PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And then a short time later... This guy who's sitting on the plane tells the New York Times that he felt the plane shudder to a stop and he didn't know why, but eventually he learned why because the man forced open a cabin door, activating the emergency slide, Mm -hmm. and then he, his female companion, 
and the big emergency companion dog slid their way out of the plane. It's true. Wow. Okay, so here's my problem with this story. Well, where do we start? Yeah, there's so Well, many. I have so many problems, but you know, okay, fine. I understand, like, I understand the nuts and bolts of what happened, but okay, I want to talk to these people. Yep. What the heck? What were you thinking? But also, where did they go? Where did they think they were going to go? They, like, what? What? I don't. And then, like, where where did they find them? How far did they get? Who stopped them? What? What? <laughs> I don't have answers to those questions. I know, Colleen. and that's what I'm upset about. Is the stories don't tell me the whole story. What I can tell you is that the two passengers are both from Florida. That yep. slid out of the plane. Yep. They're now facing charges of criminal mischief and reckless endangerment. And that they've been released. Uh, the guy is still in custody, though, and is waiting to be arraigned. I just have i i i will I want to continue to follow this story. I'm also trying to find them both on the Facebook right now because that's the thing I love to do whenever we talk about crazy, stupid idiots. I'm like, I gotta find these people. I I have to see them with my own eyes. Yeah, who are these people? <laughs> who are they? What would make you think that that is the safe option? Right. Once you're in a in a flying tube of metal, just hang out. You're gonna be yeah, okay. Man, just chill. Just, just chill just out. Chill. Just chill out. Don't pull the emergency no. slide for the love. And then, of course, then they had to bring the the plane back, and mm-hmm. it was delayed. And mm-hmm. then you probably set off a chain reaction of people because they're probably it's a whole connecting. Thing. It's uh, a whole thing. Yeah, Atlanta's a big uh, hub, and uh, anyways, that happened. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we think that we're going to play a game called the Throwback Live. We have to check and see if we can pull Rocco in. I don't even know if he's around. Okay, well, we'll find out. Okay. If, if it's not that, we'll do something else. Okay. I don't know what it'll be. Stay tuned. Find out what we're going to do next after this. Every day at 2.45 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is here. We usually play a game. It's called the Throwback Live. We're not going to do We're not going to do that. N- not going to Not going to Here's. Can we just pull back the curtain? Oh, I think it's a great idea to pull back the curtain. On what's happening here. So, it's December 22nd. Yep. 2020. Accurate. All accurate facts. Uh, it seems like most everyone's already rocking their holiday schedule. Yes. Because I went to a grocery store this morning at an off time, and I was like, well, what the heck are you doing here? Right? You're like, who are all you people that yeah. are in the world? Such as. Anyways. US so we Americans. We understand that. We respect that. So, because Bradley's gone, we got to get somebody to play Throwback Live with us. Mm-hmm. Usually it's Rocco, but... Can't. We don't know where he is. I don't know. I don't know where he is right now. It is. A, it is. A, okay. So also pulling the curtain back, and yeah. we we do have a little thing we're going to talk about. Don't worry about it. We're not just you know tap dancing with no direction. Maybe we are. You don't know. Um. No. But uh, just pulling the curtain back even more. In normal years, at this time, it is a ghost town here. Yep. During a COVID year, when it's usually a ghost town, it's like deader than dead. Like on it in COVID time, I can come into the building and not see a soul still. But there's an awareness that people are around, right? Like there's a bustle. It's a it's a low hum. The lights are on. Yes. Right now, COVID time plus holiday time. I'm like, is I don't is the world going still? Hi. 
Anyone? Anybody? Hello? Yeah, yeah. So, and we're, you know, again, behind the scenes, we're all broadcasting from different rooms. Right. So, we don't, we work together, but we don't actually see. Share a physical space. And share a physical space right. with each other. Right. So, that's really what's happening. Long story short, we're not playing the throwback live at 2.45 today. Fine. Um, I'm fine. fine with that as long as you don't try to serve me the McDonald's Oreo lunch meat burger. Oh, this is disgusting, Colleen. I can't wait to tell you about that's it. That's nasty. What is this? Th- All right. So, this is coming to us courtesy of McDonald's in China. Okay. And they're selling a sandwich that's got all of Chinese social media abuzz, both in a positive way and in a negative way. So. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're rolling out a sandwich with local hero spam. Oh, this is great. It's a little taste of Minnesota right there in China. Over in China. This is so cool. That is so cool. Well, they're offering... This lunch meat burger that features two thick slices of spam. Here for it. Mayonnaise. Also here for it. And crumbled Oreos. That's where you, it, this goes uh, horribly awry. What? Crumbled Oreos. Who's that? What the? Where? What, where? For a limited Why? time only at McDonald's China. Yeah, oh, it'll yes, be a limited too. time. <laughs> yes, you too could be eating a spam lunch meat sandwich with Oreo cookies topped with mayonnaise. This is disgusting. Here's the the thing about it is honestly, like I was actually here for the spam burger. Like when you were like, oh, spam. I was like here for it. Totally. Uh, interested. Not like, I mean, I'm not probably going to like subscribe to the whole newsletter but i'll pick up an issue uh when you said mayo i was like also great sounds lovely i think the two sound like they go quite well together crumbled oreos who what the who is smoking something well we don't know who was smoking anything but i think that even if you're smoking something you're not even going to want to eat this this. terrible you're just going to be like that's disgusting well mcdonald's says it plans to sell more no more than four hundred thousand of these so it's a limited time only experience can i also i'm going to just say something Uh, this is a wonderful way to waste food because you know what this is is people will order this for a novelty but they're not going to eat the whole thing well no they're going to be like us boobs yes who buy this kind of stuff yeah and then they eat it for you for your entertainment yes. because this is all part of their series of entertainment it is entertainment <laughs> oh don't i love entertainment mm-hmm. i love entertainment that's why i'm talking about this because this sandwich is a part of a series of members only promotions it happens every monday at mcdonald's apparently in china and some people are here for the humor but other people who are commenting on this stuff they're like there is no need to release unnecessary product I mean, that is just okay, absurd. That's quite the way to say that. <laughs> but I don't necessarily disagree because, like I said, you know, people are going to buy it, take a bite, and toss it. Yeah. Which is a waste of food. Right. And there are people who need food. Yes. So that's upsetting. Very. However, also, too, again, I would, I would though, roll through and be like, could I get that 
lunch meat burger hold the Oreos? Ugh. Would you not try that at least? I would try the spam. Yeah, lunch meat I'd be here sandwich. for the, I'd be here for the spam. I'd totally be here for it. Yeah. Why they put Oreos in there? And you know, why- here's the only thing I can think of, honestly, mm-hmm. and this is not the case. This is just somebody thought it would be funny to put gross things together, but like or good things together to make it taste gross. But like I was thinking about one of the things my kids like love is Lunchables. Oh yeah. Like, they're here for it, you know? I'm glad those have survived the 90s. They sure have, with a vengeance. And, like, there's some difference between, like, I'll be like, I don't need to buy Lunchables because I can just give you some crackers and some lunch meat. No. No, they want it because it comes in the kit, and the kit usually has an Oreo in it. So the only thing I'm thinking about is, like, maybe it's, like, putting the dessert in the sandwich, no, but you have to eat it all in the same bite. That's at least with disgusting. the Lunchable, you get you can stack it any way you want. You can put the cheese on the cracker and eat the meat separately. Negative. You can just eat the cracker and the cheese and the meat all That's at nasty. once. Wait, Lunchables? No, like no, the like eating the Oreo with all the stuff is. Oh nasty. yeah, that's nasty. It's like that one kid who in the lunchroom would do that to make everybody laugh. Yes, and then you just feel sad for him because it's like, oh dude, gosh. you just wasted your lunch. I hope I was it was worth it. I was about to tell you the gross thing that a kid in our lunchroom used to do in high school. And then I'm ah. thinking, I don't know if I want to subject people to it. Nope. Nope. We've got time. Okay. We've, we've got called time. him Chain Boy because I didn't know his actual name. Because what he did is he had like a small chain, like a necklace maybe. And he would feed it through his nose and pull it out his mouth. Sick. I know at Sick. lunch and that was his thing like he would like go from table to table like this every day he did this did you guys tip him at least no we that were like, was your Dude, lunchtime entertainment this is disgusting just let me eat my Cholito can you tell me the size of the chain it was like I, I don't even know. know it was like a you know it was a thin chain it wasn't like it wasn't it was like a necklace like a thin silver necklace chain it doesn't does it matter because I'm like it's ah. still disgusting and I just don't even know how you learn that you have that skill and then really hone it. Oh, yeah, that's true. How do you find out? That, that's a good question, Colleen. How do you find out and discover your su- stupid human trick and then that you have? Yeah, and then how do you decide, this is such a gift, I need to give it to people every day in I'm the lunchroom while they're eating. It, oh. it was, ugh. So yeah, there was that guy. There was also, I also remember a friend, uh, and I, I think I'm putting that in loose quotes because I can't even actually remember who it was, that used to, in elementary school, turn their eyelids inside out. Why oh, yeah. am I doing this to people? I apologize. But that was another lunchtime activity. So like, <laughs> is that a thing that kids do where they're like, I'm going to just gross you out at lunch? It has to happen still. Oh. We somebody out there, please let it's us. It's probably know. my children that are doing it. Let's be real honest. Yeah, probably. I'm, you know, yeah, whatever. Probably. I'm not. Uh, I, I, I mean, I understand how these things work. But we all have those things. Like I can fit true. my fist in my mouth. I know. I've seen you do it at lunch, actually. <laughs> yeah. So the time. <laughs> Funny story. Lest you turns th- out you never grow out of it. Isn't that the myth, though? Yeah. Of being a parent mm-hmm. and then trying to make sure that your children are are happy, productive, yeah, uh, doing some meaningful no, things. No, I just want to make sure world. my kids aren't chain boy. That's all. <laughs> like, hey guys, whatever you do, just don't 
feed a chain through your nose. And then you're going to find yourself. But that's the thing. You're going to find yourself in an actual work environment. And then you're going to realize that your lunchroom is no different than the lunchroom with Chain Boy. It's so true. And then you're like, wow, does anybody ever really grow up? No. But I do actually, at this very moment, find myself wondering for the first time in approximately 25 years... Whatever happened to Chain Boy? Make a podcast about like, that. Like, what is he actually up to? <laughs> he's probably like a systems I bet, analyst. No, or I like bet a, he's, he's like a hedge fund. Yeah, it's like he, like got, he manages Chain, Chain Boy got his MBA and he oh, pulls out that trick at parties. Lucky them. Hey, everybody, we'll be back tomorrow. Lori and Julia are coming up next. Thank you so much for hanging with us today. Stay safe out there, everybody. Bye. Bye. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.